Now, back to InfoTrack. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Ever wonder where all those recyclable waste products end up? When Americans learn the answer to that question, recycling goes up with more. Here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us now is Karen Page Winterick, Professor of Marketing at Penn State's Smeal College of Business. Doctor, there might be an assumption that when it comes to recycling, everybody's doing it, quote-unquote, but you find that not even half of recyclables get recycled in the United States? Was this a surprise? Yes, it does seem to be surprising to some extent because we think, oh, it's easy enough to recycle a water bottle or an aluminum can, but unfortunately... There's a lot more that's recyclable, and even some of those simple items still don't end up in recycling. And your study may have hit upon a solution, a way to encourage people to recycle. If they can sort of visualize the old hunk of junk becoming some new item, even if they don't know exactly what the item will be, tell us about the study using scratch paper and what you found. Yes. We just give participants this half sheet of paper Prior research has found that when it is just a half sheet, people are less likely to recycle it because they don't view it as valuable as a whole sheet. And then after doing a few doodling kind of mind-clearing tasks on this paper, we then showed them an advertisement or a recycling ad that basically kind of said the same thing as often see, please recycle a picture of paper and items going into a recycling bin. Or half the people randomly saw a picture of those same items, such as paper, going into a recycling bin, but then also saw that paper being turned into a picture of more paper or other things, such as a guitar that could be made from paper. And we saw that those people that had that transformation, the item, the paper going to the recycling bin and coming out as something new, whether it was the same thing, paper or not, increased the likelihood that they would actually recycle their own scratch paper. And what about the reverse, when people see a cool item and find out it was made of, say, old plastic milk jugs? Does that have an effect? Yes. So we actually did do something similar where we would show people product advertisements. So example of toys that are made from those recycled milk jugs, just as you said. And when they're told that the item is made from recycled plastics, as opposed to just saying, you know, the manufacturing process uses recycling, people were more likely to actually want to recycle. We didn't specifically look at the interest in buying that recycled product, although we have some idea that that may also increase, but just telling people that products are made from recycled plastics or materials makes them recognize how, when I put it in the recycling bin, it can be transformed into these new products. And what I love is you did these six studies and examined the problem from all sides. So in one of your study of trash bins at a university residence hall, nearly two-thirds of the items from the get-go placed in the regular garbage could have been recycled. Are people educated enough about the materials that are recyclable, what is good and what can't be recycled? Well, unfortunately not. It seems that there's still a lot of questions and a lot of confusion about whether certain types of plastics can be recycled or also just whether a certain recyclable material may be clean enough to be recycled. And a lot of it, even if there is understanding, there's the extra additional effort that goes into kind of separating out maybe parts of it. Say the plastic of a cereal box cannot be recycled, but the actual paper box can be. That takes effort to separate those out and put them in different bins. So we still see a lot of what can be recycled ultimately going into the landfill waste bin. 
And what happened when, for this study, you put up posters designed to make recycling more attractive? Did all the recyclables get put into the recycle bin instead of the regular trash bin? Unfortunately, no. We still saw about half of what could have been recycled ending up in the trash bin. However, we did see over a 10% decrease in the amount of recyclables being placed in the trash bin. So while when participants knew or the residents saw on their signage that the recyclables could make something new, be made into new cans and new bottles, they were less likely to put the recyclables into the trash bin. But even there, we saw the trash bin being full about 50% of recyclables. So we didn't completely remove the problem, but we did put a substantial dent into the number of recyclables headed to the landfill. We're visiting with Dr. Karen Page Winterick, professor of marketing at Penn State's Smeal College of Business, about encouraging recycling. And I'm so glad that I'm talking to a marketing professional because I'd like to know, are there competing terminologies that get in the way? For instance, what's the difference between recycling and composting? And do these two terms get people confused? I would say absolutely. I think people hear recycling and there's even some confusion with is this can be recycled versus this is recyclable or this is made from recycled materials. So some confusion there, but specifically to your question about composting, there's a lot of confusion regarding what's biodegradable, what's compostable. And a key difference there is that recyclables, everything is biodegradable. Everything breaks down in time versus compostable items. They need to be able to be exposed to the air to break down within a certain period of time, usually a 90-day window. Recyclables, they're actually being broken down but transformed into new materials, whether that's the metal or the plastics, the paper being used again, as opposed to the compost kind of breaking down and usually becoming soil, more fertile soil. Doctor, another of your studies found that people engaged with online advertisements about recycling genes when a certain result of recycling was mentioned? Yes. We thought this was a really fun study. You know, we all see lots of advertisements when we're searching online. And so this was something just that we see every day. But when we tweaked just a little bit of the terminology that showed on that ad, whether we said that you could have your genes transformed into housing insulation, which is an actual campaign and what genes can be transformed into, versus we just asked people to, you know, click on the ad and would tell them how to recycle their old genes, people were much more likely to click on that ad when they recognized my genes could be transformed into something new, housing insulation. And these positive messages of what recyclables could become are really only a piece of the puzzle, aren't they? For instance, people who recycle support jobs in the recycling industry? Yes, there's many pieces that kind of go into it. And oftentimes we hear some I think is kind of novel that recycling is kind of the gateway drug to sustainability that once you can get people engaged and it takes more than just thinking about what your recyclables could become but that's one piece of the puzzle and then once you do start to engage in recycling you might realize that you can have a bigger impact and start to engage in other kind of sustainable actions in your life. Such as for example recycling paper to save trees. Are those messages out there enough? I would say no. It's a little bit too grandiose, a little too abstract for the average consumer to recognize, ah, if I take the effort to put this one piece of paper in the recycling bin, what trees am I really saving? It tends to be when we get a little bit more and they're recognizing what the transformation actually is, what's new, what's coming from that, that they tend to be a bit more inspired. They kind of have this aha moment of, oh, if I put this in the recycling bin, 
I can help make something new, as opposed to thinking that we're saving this forest of trees that we may not see every day. And the positive messages, of course, have to overcome some barriers. For instance, are there quite a few people who actually think that recyclables will end up in the landfill, no matter what local officials claim? Yes, unfortunately, we do see some comments, you know, regarding the skepticism whether you know the recycling that's collected actually ends up being turned into something new. And there is some reason for that level of skepticism when recyclables are highly contaminated. So throw in the plastic and it's covered in salad dressing and that contaminates all the other plastics in the bag. It does make it very difficult to recycle. But when you take the right effort, you do it correctly, you do it cleanly, then they can be very useful to becoming new products. Dr. Karen Page Winterick, Professor of Marketing at Penn State's Smeal College of Business, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.